Welcome to this episode of Reddit Guy. The subreddit we will listen to today is called r slash malicious compliance. Our first post of this episode comes from Bertie Bastard and it's titled You are going to call the police on me for doing my job. Okay carry on. Edit. Thanks for the awards guys they're very much appreciated thumbs up it's me again Mr. Waterboy. I work for a water company carrying out repairs on burst water mains on an on-call basis of one week every two months. This particular job happened about eight years ago. We get a call out that a major pipe feeding a large housing estate had burst and needed repairs ASAP. We head to the yard about 11pm at night to collect our gear and get the plans and drawings of other utilities in the area of the work. We arrive on site set up the traffic management as per regulations, speak with the inspector that called us out for an exact location of repair, too much water to mark in the usual way, we set up our barriers and work lights around the work area. We get out our still saw and cut a couple of meters of tar out ready to start breaking the tar out of the road. Just as I started the jackhammer going Mr. Sleepyhead comes stomping down the street in his slippers and dressing gown looking rather perplexed. Took my ear protection off to see what he wanted, I could tell it wasn't to offer us a coffee. He then proceeded to tell me you can shut that fucking thing off and fuck off until it's daytime. I explained that it was emergency work and that we couldn't have 600 properties get up and have no water in the morning so it has to be completed now. And our work was fully understood by the council and the police. We then get the usual bollocks of do you know who I am, I refrain from telling him that I knew exactly who he is, he is an irritating arsewipe who was stopping us from working, he then starts turning the air supply off so I can't use the jackhammer which was ever so slightly annoying. He then started that he knew the police chief inspector and would have me arrested if I carried on, I said that I have to carry on as per my emergency work order and if he carried on obstructing us I'd have to call the police to get the job finished. Needless to say he did it again and said call who you like I'll have you arrested and sacked by morning. By now I was tired cold and wet and starting to get slightly irritated by his actions, so QMC I go back to the van and ring the police to explain that we are out carrying out emergency work and we are being prevented from completing it by one of the local residents and explain what he's doing to stop us working. He stomps off in his now soggy slippers and I poured a coffee, about 40 minutes later headlights appear in the distance so I thought great just what we need so we can get done and recharged by 6am. Hopefully, Mr. Sergeant and Mr. Constable arrive and come for a chat to find out what TF is going on and, his words, why TF are we doing it after midnight in the first place. So I proceeded to explain that the water main had burst and we needed to get the supply restored by 6am to save between 1500 to 2000, only a slight exaggeration, people having no water in the morning when they get up. He then realised the job needed to be done and toddles off for a word with Mr. Sleepyhead. Before long we can hear the shouting from down the street. It then goes quiet and he comes back down to us to explain that the guy was a sandwich short of a picnic, a British euphemism for a nut job, and that they are going to have to hang around in case Mr. Sleepyhead started playing stupid games. So we fire up the compressor and start jackhammering again with my back towards the police car to save anything pinging off in that direction. A few minutes later the machine driver toots his horn to get my attention. Mr. Sleepyhead had only come down the road carrying a piece of timber, lumber for you American folks, and was in the process of getting arrested for disturbing the peace. I honestly laughed so hard I nearly pissed myself. Who tf is that stupid when the police are around? Just in case anyone is interested we were back on by 5.30am and had a coffee off Mr. Sleepyhead's neighbour, who was highly amused because he'd seen the whole incident out of his window. His only disappointment was his surveillance cameras didn't pick up the video and he only had the audio to share with his mates. 
Apologies for long-winded explanation hopefully you can follow along. MC is that he told me to call the police and he'd have me arrested but gets himself locked up instead. Any fuck-ups belong to me and remember this is Reddit and not a doctoral thesis in English, so STFU about grammar and spelling. Thanks for taking the time to read hopefully you enjoyed it. The next post from MC Blumpers is titled Only One Bite. No problem. Hello preemptive apologies for any spelling, grammatical errors, English, UK, is my first language so I have no excuses. I've recently started to work for a wedding staffing agency, basically my job is to bring food out to people, serve drinks and canapes and run the bar. Because it's an agency we end up working all over the place at lots of different venues ran by lots of different managers. Usually the managers are great, they're very chill and realize we're just students and being waiters for people's wedding aren't our long-term ambitions, we're just here because it's easy and our student loan doesn't cover enough for food lol but last week I ended up working a wedding with a manager who was a right prick, proper on us all shift micromanaging our every move, being condescending and talking down to us every time we interacted. One of the guys I was working with was a really chill guy, CG, who I sort of knew from around the city we live in. We normally get given some food during shift but as the shifts normally last 13 to 15 hours or so, we obviously get hungry before the food comes out so he brought a half a Subway sandwich with him. After our manager had been riding us for 8 or so hours he popped into the kitchen to grab his sandwich, knobhead manager was in there berating me for something small and when she saw him asked what he was doing. The interaction went like this. M manager CG chill guy M. What are you doing? CG. Oh I'm just gonna have some of my sandwich I'm hungry M. You'll get food in a few hours, get back in there. CG. Ah come one, I was only going to have a bite M. Gets the biggest shit eating grin across their face okay, but just one bite. At this point M is acting like she's won some victory in a fight no one else was involved in but them. CG looks at M opens the fridge pulls out the half subway sandwich and proceeds to shove the entire thing into his mouth. He's literally got about 6 inches of sub into his gob, mayo is cascading down his cheeks and some of the tuna has landed on his shirt. M is stood there mouth gaping, and without fully the swallowing the sandwich CG saunters back out into the wedding half man half sub. I almost died laughing. The next post from Ork Lemon is titled You like your brownies less done? No problem. I've always enjoyed baking in my free time, but because I live alone, I often can't eat all of my food creations. Because of this, I often give them out to my friends and family. My father-in-law loves my brownies, but always makes the joke that they need to be cooked less. It's his philosophy that brownie needs to be soft and fudgy in the center. Angels cry when they're overcooked. While at the store I found this small brownie tin and thought it would be perfect for a little malicious compliance. The next day I came down to his house with a tray of brownies. My father-in-law immediately came downstairs to ask for a slice only to be greeted with a small sad tray of raw brownie batter spread across some parchment paper. The look on his face was priceless. His expression was that of a lost puppy as I told him to dig in. You could feel the disappointment radiating from his body as he reaches to the drawer for a spoon. Content on not letting my malicious compliance from getting in the way of him enjoying some delicious brownie, he took a bite. Since I'm not a total monster, I told him I had a tray of cooked brownies in my car. I'll never forget his words of defeat. The first tray was good, but could have done with a bit more cooking. Mission success. The next post from DeFox1985 is titled Overtime Time with a Twist. Hey all, first post, English is not my native language, and on mobile so you know. I guess it's another story about working hours but with a twist. 
so our schedule was from 10 a.m. till 7 p.m. We would usually clock at 9.45 a.m. to get the laptop ready, get a coffee so that at 10 a.m. we were ready to work. And we would usually leave at 6.50, p.m. One day we had already left and one user drops us one email with some issue at 6.58 p.m. No one is there from our team to reply and on the next morning we get the short end of the stick. To be fair they were right. We had to stay till 7 p.m. No arguing there. But what they forgot was all the times we stayed until midnight cause of some issues. This would happen like two or three times a month. We felt a bit butthurt. And also they were a bit arrogant on the way they talked to us. So okay, we will stay till 7pm, but we started to clock at 10am turn the laptop and get our coffee after. That was the first thing we did. Another thing was issues after 7pm not our problem. We would leave and they had to wait for the next day. If they were critical we started to book overtime. So management was not happy with all the overtime, as this was new blah 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 we explained the situation, they didn't care, and were forcing us to stay with no overtime. Shay we forward the information to HR, with the explanation, and management's own email saying our working schedule was from 10am till 7pm. HR sided with us. Also the twist, per law every time we did overtime besides the pay, we got to take the extra hours we worked whenever we saw fit. So after one year of this bullish, T, each one of us had like 100 plus hours of extra time to take his vacation plus the normal 22 days we were entitled by law. Hope you enjoy it. I sure did. The next post from New Bromance is titled The Time, Read Your Contract, Backfired Regarding Holiday Pay. Back in 2015 I worked for a pretty dismal call center. It was an outsourced center that handled customer support for a lot of UK retailers. Staff turnover was real high, with the vast majority being on temporary contracts and the promise of a permanent contract being hung over people's heads to make them suck up being treated like crap. After working there for about two years, in late February of that year I was offered a permanent contract because they wanted to put me on their team leader program. The pay was slightly better, the job security was better, the only major difference was how holidays were handled. People on temporary contracts were paid for any unused holidays at the end of the working year in April. People on permanent contracts had to use their holidays or they would lose them. I had just over three weeks holidays saved up, so the day I accepted I booked three weeks of in March so as I wouldn't lose them in April. March rolled around and my manager told me that my holidays had been refused. I said that's fine as long as they pay me for them, and he replied that no if you don't use your holidays you lose them. I said that I was trying to use my holidays and they were not letting me. He shrugged said it's the duty of the employee to manage their holiday time wisely and I should read my contract despite the fact I had only gotten that contract three weeks earlier and the holidays worked differently. Understandably annoyed that evening I went home and read my contract from beginning to end and discovered my manager had overlooked one crucial part of the paperwork. The contract clearly stated I had to give a week's notice, and that any holidays not used would be paid to any leaving employee in full on their last paycheck. The next day I came into work and announced I would be quitting unless paid my holidays are allowed to take the time off, and if they accepted my notice then to be sure my holiday days was included in my final paycheck. My boss asked me if I was really going to quit over this, and I replied was he really going to lose one of his most reliable employees over this. He wouldn't budge, I assume he thought I was bluffing. So I handed in my notice, and on my leaving interview with my manager's manager made sure to explain exactly why I was leaving. And yes my final paycheck did include my unused holiday days. The end. The next post from Bertie Bastard is titled You don't want me to dig up your effing driveway, no problem. 
I work for a water company in the UK and a customer kept ringing about poor water pressure and ended up getting solicitors, lawyers for you American folks, involved. So the company decided to carry out some checks on their external stopcock, which happened to be just inside the edge of his driveway. Me and my teammate were allocated the job and I asked around if anyone else had been there. One of the guys said yes I delivered letters a couple of days ago to let them know that the work was being carried out today. Off we go to site we both go down this stone track to let the customers know we were on site and to check if they needed to get their cars out before we started, one was an old lady who didn't drive and the other asked us to wait 20 minutes until she got herself and her horse out. Us being ever helpful said yes no problem we'll have a coffee until you're out with your horse. Lady comes out on the horse thanks us profusely for being patient with her and off she goes. About five minutes later we start setting up the barriers around the work area get the spades out ready when a car screeched to a stop in the middle of the road and Mr. Angry jumps out and asks what tf do we think we're doing, so being as I'm in work and always polite, even with assholes, I explain that we're here to dig the tap out to check the flow and pressure at the boundary to see if we could improve the situation for them. His very eloquent response was, you can fuck off if you think that you're going to dig up my drive without even letting us know. So I explained that letters had been delivered a couple of days prior to let them know that we were coming and it was to try and help them out with their problems. He's now turned purple with his tantrum and says don't call me a fucking liar nobody has let me know. Okay sir no problem I'll pack up and move to my next job. He goes off on a torrent of expletives while my supervisor is saying WTF is going on there. I said this is the customer that you can hear. He says pull away from sight and call me back and explain WTF caused that. My mate starts packing up while I ring my supervisor, just as I start to explain to him this guy comes to the van and says you can do the fucking job now I've found the letter. I explain as you stated that you don't want us digging up your fucking driveway, I'm not prepared to carry out the work. I rang him back to explain the whole mess about how we'd spoken to his wife and she was quite happy for us to do the job and we'd waited to let her out to save scaring the horse. Needless to say that the job was abandoned, the free work we were going to carry out didn't happen and Mr. Angry had to pay someone about £5,000 to lay a new service, when we could have resolved it for free by upsizing the existing pipes at the boundary for free. Apologies for it being so long-winded. And any spelling errors and grammar omissions are mine and I don't give a fuck. Today's last post from X Raistlin is titled I have to tell people their results are delayed, through no fault of our own, but not tell them whose fault it is. Okay, I won't tell them. Dot. I started writing this as a comment on the post about being blacklisted by a moving company, and having an employee suggest that they take them to court. Then realized this may contain some useful information for others as well. As a general rule, contact, support employees can only tell you what they are allowed to tell you, but some will always try and stretch that in a way that helps you more than the company. When an employee tells you to consider the legal route, that may be because they know from experience that only the people who do that get what they want from this shitty company. Now, about my malicious compliance story, I've worked chat, email support for a company that handled certification for various technology, IT for various companies mostly, and language-related degrees. The companies that held the actual exams were supposed to send us the candidates' answer sheets, either by scanning or by mail. Some of them chose the mail option for some reason, they were multiple-choice answers sheets, scanning would have worked fine, which meant results would be delayed for weeks until we received them. Also unhelpfully, our company policy mentioned that results become available after 48 hours, failing to disclose that it meant 48 hours after we have received the answer sheets. This led to a big number of people coming to us and asking why their results were delayed. 
but, icing on the cake, our company wouldn't let us say that the delay was due to the company that held the exams sending them by mail. So what was supposed to happen is, customer asks, where are my results? It's been 48 hours, we say, we will have them within 48 hours of receiving your answer sheets. They say, but it's been X days, weeks, or, I talked to X exam company, and they said they sent them and to talk to you, and we keep repeating the same response, like robots. So what I did was to give them a simple piece of advice in addition to the usual message, over chat. Since you're not getting a concrete response from either side, write one email, put both companies as receivers, and force them to give you a response while holding each other accountable at the same time. The result was pretty funny honestly. Most people's response was, ha, huh, I think I'm gonna do that actually, thanks. And shortly after that we would receive an email with the exam company CCED, asking why their answer sheets weren't delivered, and when their results would be ready. We obviously responded with, we have not received your answer sheets yet, we we will have you results within 48 hours after we do, leaving the other side forced to answer why we haven't received them. As you can imagine, learning that their results were delayed because the actual sheets of paper were being sent from, mostly, India, UK to Greece, that's where our headquarters were, made people very angry. And not only them, but also the companies that hired them, who were usually the ones sending their employees en masse to get certified on new IT-related standards, and had been led to believe that these delays were unavoidable. Sadly, I left the position before I could see the full-scale results of my actions, though my supervisors expressed their displeasure at my actions before I left, they couldn't exactly penalize me since I didn't break any rules, which felt pretty good, but I believe some of the companies hiring a big chunk of the test takers in those countries, started sending them to a competing exam hosting company instead. Which also used my company for certification, so my actions didn't harm my employers, only the people who thought it acceptable to mail easily scannable answer sheets in 2019. I can only hope that kept going after I left. On a brighter note, in the span of one month, I got a better paying job at an equally shitty company, left that one exactly after my paid training ended, and moved to Norway to study at a university. Hopefully I won't have to work support for shitty companies any more smiley face. But others will, and maybe they don't like beings dicks to people either, so keep that in mind when you contact them, and see if they're not trying to help you covertly.